This is the Raiders on the Record podcast. Our guest today is Samantha Shoresman, who is a 2015 Raider graduate. During her time at Hastings High School, she participated in soccer and basketball. In soccer, she was a three-year letter winner, three-time all-conference recipient, two-time captain, and all-state her senior year. In basketball, Samantha was a four-year letter winner, three-time all-conference, two-time captain, and led her team to two conference championships. After high school, she attended Augustana and played soccer for one semester before transferring to St. Ben's, where she played soccer for one year. Samantha is currently in medical supply sales and living in Boston, Massachusetts. Samantha gives a great interview where she goes into detail about how living and representing the town of Hastings has had a positive impact on her life. Here we are with Samantha Shoresman. Samantha, we always start at the beginning of someone's life. So let's hear about you growing up. Did you always live in Hastings or did you eventually move to Hastings? Let's hear about your mom, your dad, uh, any other adults in your life, brothers and sisters. Once again, all the good stuff about you growing up. All right. Yeah. So I was born in Kansas, actually. Um, and I lived there until the middle of third grade, which is when I moved to Hastings. Um, I lived there with both of my parents, my mom, my dad, and I have an older brother who, um, actually it's his birthday today. So happy birthday to him. Um, he's two and a half years older than me. Um, and like I said, we moved to Hastings when I was in the middle of third grade. So then I, um, basically I lived in Hastings my entire life until, um, right after college, then I moved to Edina and, um, yeah, I was in Hastings ever since then. Um, my mom and dad, um, my mom, I don't even know how to explain her work, but she, she does work. My dad's an engineer, my brother's in the military. Um, and that's pretty much my, we had some interesting animals growing up. We had fainting goats when we lived in Kansas um so we had a piranha we had you know dogs cats the (laughs) the fun animals so that was interesting um but didn't have any other pets besides two cats when I was growing up in Hastings um I lived three houses down from um one of my mom's sisters and a couple of my cousins you probably know Luke Rao um Mm -hmm. so grew up right next to them which was awesome um but yeah, that's basically my growing up. <laughs> awesome. We always like hearing about the schools you attended here in Hastings then. Uh, I know you just said you started in third grade, so a little bit of the elementary school, middle and high school. I know it was maybe not too long ago, but if you can ever, uh, if you could remember any teachers' names that had a really big impact on you, and it doesn't have to be every teacher from every year, but maybe one or two teachers that stuck out from each level school. So let's hear about the schools you attended here in Hastings. Yeah, so I went to Kennedy Elementary. That's where I started in third, um, the middle of third grade. Um, I would say that my um, the one teacher that always stands out to me there, her name was Miss Arnold. She was my fourth grade teacher. Um, I I just I always remember her. And one thing she she told me back in the day was, "You would make a great lawyer because you're really good at arguing." <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, some people take it one way or the other, but, you know, um, I always looked up to her. She was great. Um, and then I went to the middle school. Um, I'm trying to think. I had, we had a lot of teachers there. Um, Miss Best was probably one of my favorite teachers there for math class. Um, I, she was just super fun, outgoing, um, you know, really cared about her students. So she was probably one of my top teachers there. And then um, throughout high school, um, oh man, so many great teachers there as well. I would say Miss Benson was a big, um, was a big mentor in my, in my junior and senior year specifically, but um, could always just pop in, say a quick hello, you know, give give a give a quick update and go on your way. She was she was always great. So awesome. Last thing we kind of like hearing about with your background is the sports you played growing up. And typically, I stop somewhere around seventh or eighth grade, or we could stop uh, when you maybe start playing at the high school level, so like a JV or ninth grade level as well. So uh, once again, let's hear about the sports you played growing up. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, I remember being in sports ever since I was little, um, you know, from t-ball to baseball to soccer. Um, those were the main sports that I played growing up as a little kid. And then in middle school, I ran track. I played basketball and um, soccer as well. So um, I, I did that all throughout my um, middle school career as well. So Perfect. those were the big ones. Then we can start maybe somewhere around ninth grade. Even if you play JV earlier than that too, we can start with those sports as well. But we really like hearing about the sports you played uh, at the high school level and going from season to season, year to year. So we can start once again at the earlier level. Uh, if you did start JV early on in middle school or later on in middle school, I should say. Uh, and then once again, we'll start in ninth grade, uh, the fall season, ninth grade winter, and we'll kind of work our way through the high school season. We really like hearing about any individual accomplishments that you had. So a captainship, uh, state qualifier at any uh, sports as well, and then teams as well. So um, or individual, if you were like all conference or something like that as well. And then team, uh, any big things that happened with your team, section finals, section championships, uh, anything else you could remember with those teams from year to year. So uh, let's once again hear about your sports experience in the high school level. All right. Um, so in, I guess, so eighth grade, um, uh, I did run track for the high school for varsity. Um, but that was actually my only year, um, because I started doing traveling soccer at that same time. And, um, we, we weren't, um, necessarily promoted to do that when we were training at the same time. So I ended up stopping track after, um, my eighth grade season, um, with the varsity team. And then, I played soccer in ninth grade. I played that at the 10th grade level. Um, that was fun. And then um, basketball in the winter. I guess I did play on the, God, this is, seems like so long ago. Um, <laughs> eighth grade, I did play um, on varsity as well, just kind of as an alternate if they needed more people. So I got pulled up um, to the varsity team for basketball in eighth grade as well. So then in ninth grade, I played on the varsity team um, in basketball. Um, to be honest with you, the most memorable thing about my earlier years is just, um, you know, actually getting to play with the other high schoolers and kind of getting to see that next level of competition. 
Um, so that's kind of, I didn't really have any outstanding moments or anything like that, that I can think of my ninth grade year, but just, I remember it was just great to be able to finally, you know, play with the older kids and uh, like push yourself, um, you know, learn from them, get, get a new experience. So that was really cool. And then my 10th grade year, um, again, focused on soccer and basketball and I was on varsity for both teams. Um, there's, to be honest with you, not, not too much that's really sticking out. I did get, um, I think I got an honorable, all-conference honorable mention my ninth grade year for basketball. Um, but then sophomore year, I got all-conference for both soccer and basketball, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and then goes into junior year, which was a pretty, um, memorable year, in the terms of we switched conferences. So that was, it was a, it was a nice uh, change, you know, um, going into what seemed like a more fitting conference for Hastings. Um, it really gave you kind of a new push to just come right out of the gates of guns a blazing and just, I don't mean this in a, bad way but it almost seemed before you know we were always the underdogs or mm -hmm. it was a really high bar to get there no matter how hard you tried or um anything but but then junior year it was like no we really do have a chance we really can can get there it just kind of gave you an attitude shift a little bit um so that was super memorable and again um oh junior and um junior year for soccer and basketball i was a captain and also got um, all conference again for both of um, both of those, both soccer and basketball. And that was the, the most memorable part was basketball season. Um, we, we did win the conference and that was um, a huge thing for us. Um, Hannah Norman, you'll hear, um, I'm sure, but she um, it was so fun to play with her and just even, you know, Crystal Carlson, Mallory Brake. Uh, we, we grew as a team, uh, like a really strong bond kind of from the beginning when they were playing up with us um, at their seventh, eighth grade years. Um, so we really built a strong team and it was so fun to finally achieve that goal. Um, so that was extremely memorable. You know, getting to cut down a piece of the net was super cool. Um, I know I've got that somewhere shoved away in a, in a tub of memorabilia, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that was really awesome. And then going into senior year, um, same thing, soccer and basketball. I was a captain again for both teams. Um, I got all conference again for both, um, that that was the first year that was really extremely cool for me with soccer was I did get nominated for Allstate, um, which I don't want to say it was unheard of, but it was it was I had absolutely no expectation of that, no thought even around it. And it I got the phone call one night and I was just I was starstruck. It was it was the coolest it was the coolest moment. Um well, not the coolest moment. It was a very rewarding moment, um, you know, playing your heart out and and just realizing that, that people do recognize um, the effort that you're putting in inside and outside the field and actually getting to where not many people have been out of Hastings. It was it was crazy. It, it shows it can be done. And it was just a really um, 
awesome experience to have. So that was cool. And then going into basketball again, um, we won the conference again, which was super awesome. So we were back-to-back conference champions for my senior year. And um, we unfortunately never made it to state um, or anything like that. But, you know, that it was an accomplishment still. And got to take your wins where you get them. And it was amazing. It was it was a really cool way to, to head out. Wonderful. You talked about eighth grade. You uh, ran track and field at the high school level. And then being pulled up pretty early at a ninth grade level to varsity on basketball and even a 10th grade level for soccer as well. Do you think maybe playing up at the varsity level really helped you prepare to be a leader for those young girls? You talked about Mal Bray, Crystal Carlson. Uh, those are two girls I definitely remember too that um, were really young playing on the varsity level. And, and they set the tone for uh, younger girls as well when they're those kind of older girls like you were too. So maybe just touch on that too. How, how did that help you get them brought up at a younger age, uh, become a leader for those other girls? Yeah, no, it, it just really showed, it showed me, you know, these are the experiences that I went through when I was even not at that young of a level. Um, These are the things that I learned from, you know, I got to learn from the older, um, the older players and, you know, see how they did things, but also learn from that and see, you know, what didn't necessarily work so well or what kind of leadership skills did the team not appreciate or, you know, how could you build from that? So I really think that there was a lot of respect when they did come in because, um, you know, it was, it was known like you, you are really good, but at the same time, like there is still a lot to learn. Um, you know, you can, you can be the best and there can still be more to learn. So, um, I think trying to lead people, just getting that respect, you know, you are all teammates and just because you're younger doesn't necessarily, um, it doesn't, it doesn't, we tried not to look at that as a, a factor necessarily, besides that, you know, there are still things to learn. Um, not more of like, well, you shouldn't get playing time because you're younger. No, we just all built off of each other and found each other's strengths, um, each other's weaknesses, how we could help each other. Um, and as a leader, I think it was, it was in part that I did get to see that early on and experience it firsthand. Again, not as young, but Um, but just getting to experience that did definitely help to have that understanding, but also know, um, kind of different paths to maybe go about it. You talked about getting that call for all state with soccer as a really rewarding experience. And that's always the question we ask on here, a rewarding experience from high school. So if you want to touch on that a little bit more, that'd be great. Or if you had another rewarding experience, uh, let's hear about that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would say that that in tangent with um, the winning the conference back to back, both of those were very rewarding experiences for me. Um, I would more say that, yeah, the soccer one was rewarding um, in a sense that um, for me personally, I would say. But then for the all conference, I felt like that was more rewarding for the girls basketball team as a whole, or, you know, just even women's sports in general to show, you know, we can do this. Um, It was rewarding that, you know, we got stomped on for how, however many games, however many years, and then, you know, it can be done, you know, it takes hard work. Um, But it was just really rewarding to see, you know, never give up Uh, very cliche, but don't give up because your chance can, can come if you work really hard. So 
Um, definitely super rewarding on both ends, but the, the all state was definitely more personal, um, for me, whereas the all conference I felt was more rewarding as, you know, for, for women's sports and our, and our basketball team as a whole. For sure. The next thing we always like to hear about is a favorite moment. And I know that can get a little tricky after hearing about the rewarding experience, but let's hear about one of your favorite moments as a high school athlete in Hastings. Yeah. One of my one of my all-time favorite moments um, was senior year of soccer season, and we were just starting conference play, and we were playing South St. Paul, um, who historically we had lost against, um, and it gets a little confusing, but essentially um, we had the we had the game first. The boys were playing after us, and um, it was at South St. Paul, and so we scored. And then they scored and then we scored. So going into halftime, it's two to one. We're up. They come right out of halftime. They score. It's two to two. Then we score. It's three to two. Then they score. It's three to three. And then we finish out and score on at, with like just about five minutes left. But it was my favorite moment because I scored all four goals. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was just, it was really cool to, um, to have that experience and, you know, just, I, I can literally remember it just clear as day, just even the feeling and the energy that was there and, um, you know, parents in the stands, the teammates on the sideline, it was just crazy. The boys team in the background warming up, they're cheering and it was, it was really crazy. It was high intensity. It was one of my favorite moments because our team just, we were having so much fun, even though it was so close, we were just, you know, riding off of each other. And, you know, personally, it was one of my best games. And so that was one of my favorite moments for sure. Awesome. The next couple of things we always like talking about is the best coach or the, and the best uh, teammate that we played with. So we'll start off with best coach and, um, you played a couple different sports, so it get, gets really tricky to maybe just nail down one coach that had a really big impact on your life. So uh, this could be when you were in high school, it could be middle school or elementary school. And once again, you played multiple sports, so you could pick multiple coaches if you want. So who do you think that one of the best coaches is that you've played for? Yeah, and, you know, shout out to all my coaches because they're, they're all great. They're all appreciated. Um you know, they, they've all shaped me into who the player I was, the athlete that I was, the person I am today. Um, but if I had to pick the one that probably made the most impact, it um, would have been Coach Judd, my basketball coach, um, going into junior year. I believe he was the assistant coach my sophomore year. Um, at first, we, we didn't actually really jive um, the best at first, but over time, after he took over as our head coach, and I really kind of got out of my own little, my own little head and personal feelings and things, um, it, it, we had the greatest bond. Um, he just had the drive and the passion to, you know, lead our team to the conference wins that we did have. Um, and, you know, we laughed together, we all cried together, we, it was just, it, it was a great experience. And um, I think just not having the best feelings right off the bat to then um, him being one of my favorite coaches and one of the people that, you know, I still stay in contact with, I, um, him and Coach Cerny was great as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
but but yeah no he he was really great awesome so like i said the next thing we'd like hearing about is the best teammate and this is really hard too. you play multiple sports so you've played with a lot of girls over the years um you've already named one of them that had a really big impact on you probably too with hannah norman and when i asked her the same thing your name came up a ton so uh, let's hear about the best teammate that you played with i've defined this in many different ways but uh, I'll let you define it too. So uh, let's hear about the best teammate is uh, for you growing up. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing. Um, Hannah was one of the best teammates that I ever played with, um, not only because she was such a great friend, but such a great leader to me and, and somebody that I looked up to. I mean, she played the same exact sports that I did. Um, we had, she was super successful and she was always somebody that could push me that could help me. Um, and not only that, but the fact that we did play multiple sports together, we kind of just got into a jive where, you know, you could think what the other person was thinking before they even thought it. Um, <laughs> and so that made us really successful as a, as a, as a, I wouldn't necessarily say duo, but playing on the same teams, um, which is why I would say she was the best teammate that I had, um, in that sense. So, Awesome. So hearing about your high school, it seemed like you made improvements year after year. So talk about how that, uh, how you continue to make those improvements. You know, you never really plateaued at all in high school. Um, once again, you made jumps from each year. So, uh, was there a lot of weight training in the off season, uh, a lot of club soccer, things of that nature. So once again, let's hear about your improvement uh, throughout high school. Yeah. Um, so I would say, it, it was kind of all around. So, you know, I did spark in the mornings before school. Um, I did Raiders Express in the summer times um, through, um, you know, we have our normal trainings for or like practices for soccer and basketball. But outside of that, I, I was playing club soccer, which was an all year round type thing. So I had that at night times over in Stillwater. Um, so we would do training there, just normal practices, but we would also do, um, lifting through a different company. Um, after practices, we would go to a, a different facility and do lifting there. Um, so that was the main training I did. And then just, you know, anytime I was out in the backyard, just getting touches on the ball or, you know, playing basketball at the park, things like that. But I never tried to let it interfere too much with my outside life as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say I was the most hardcore trainer, but I also knew how important it was and, you know, made that time count when I was, when I was training. For sure. After you graduate from high school, you played at the college level. So let's hear about the recruiting experience. Uh, where were you looking? How did you end up where you did um, the transfer as well? And then let's hear about any uh, accomplishments you had year to year with uh, soccer as well in college. Oh man, making me think about the recruiting process. Um, so the recruiting process for me, um, before you know, when I started realizing that college was a potential, I might I might um, be able to play at that level. Um, that's kind of when I started looking into club soccer and why I was um, doing that. Um, that was more for the exposure for, you know, college coaches and things like that. So we would travel around um, to different tournaments to, you know, um, tournaments where the college coaches would be there, um, go to ID camps, things like that, just to get recognized. And then, you know, figuring out who what coaches were there so that you can reach out to them um, after the fact. So my club coaches were a big part in 
you know, helping us stay on top of that. Um, but when it, when it came down to it, I ended up choosing Augustana. I wasn't really looking at, um, too many places to be honest with you. Um, and so I kind of just, when I went and I liked it, I just kind of went for it. I'm not the type of person to sit and really sulk on something and, you know, have to wait until the best opportunity arises or, you know, what I think is. I just, if something feels right, then um, I just kind of went for it. So I went and um, he, uh, the coach there, Brandon Barkas, he was at um, some camps that I went to. I reached out to him. Um, you know, we set up a, a, a tour date and, you know, to learn more about there. Um, so I went and visited and, thought about it overnight and then just said, let's go for it. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's kind of how that happened. And, um, went, you know, did the fall camp, things like that. So went and did that, um, started the season, got to move in early and meet other people and other athletes and, um, things like that. But it, I, so I played the first season there. Um, it, I had a little bit of an interim. I tore my hamstring, and so I had to take a little break, but then was able to finish out the season. Um, I I wasn't a full-time starter, but I did start a good amount of games, which was a pretty big accomplishment at, um, at where I was playing. It was pretty tough to do that, so um, that was meaningful to me. Um, and then... After my first semester there, I realized that it just wasn't the fit for me. Um, And so I transferred to St. Ben's, St. John's, a little bit closer to home. And I just reached out to the soccer coach there and asked if I could, um, when tryouts were and when I could um, show up for that. And so I went to tryouts and made the team and played there for my next year. And then I decided after that, that I didn't want to play soccer anymore. Um, And I just, you know, wanted to try other things that I wasn't ever able to do um, during those times. Um, It's not because I lost the passion or anything like that, but I just really wanted to be able to experience the full college experience and things that I never, you know, going to football games or, you know, going, going to do things with your friends or whatever the situation might be, I wanted to be able to partake in that. So I took the last two years of college off and um, spent it watching other sports and hanging out with people and doing that, but forever grateful for um, my soccer experience in college. It was, I I would never go back and change it. Um, I think it was part of, you know, who I am today. And I'm, I would have been um, sad if I didn't try it out. So so let's hear about your major at St. Ben's and then probably after you graduate, let's go all the way to maybe uh, this point right here. So <laughs> let's hear about your <laughs> occupation, anything else that has happened since then, or um, once again, anything along those lines. Yeah, for sure. So um, I got my biology degree at um, St. Ben's St. John's. I have a minor in psychology. Um, I originally was on the nursing path when I first started at Augustana and um, still might do that at some point in life. Not, not a hundred percent sure, but I, I definitely do have a passion for that. Um, but so I stayed in the healthcare field, did biology. Um, I work at a medical device company. 
um, doing quality type work. Um, I essentially, I don't know if you really want me to explain this, but you know, I, I work in the, the healthcare field. <laughs> um, and then it's way too, I, I can't even explain it. <laughs> um, and so I work fully remote just this past January. I actually moved to Boston um, taking advantage of being able to work fully from home and check out a new city for, you know, while I'm able. Um, so living out here for, I don't know, maybe the next year or two. And so it's been fun doing that. And what else is going on in my life? My free time, I guess, if you would call it that. <laughs> um, I like to go, I live right on the beach. So I like to go down to the beach and, you know, just walk around, see if I see any cool things. Um, I like to listen to like crime podcasts and <laughs> seems like every typical... other girl then too. That is what yeah, every, literally. <laughs> yeah, every girl's into crime podcast. So that is awesome. <laughs> well, lately I've been watching the the live trials. Those have been piquing my interest. <laughs> so I have this week so far, and it's only what Monday. I've probably watched seven hours of a trial, <laughs> and it's great. They're interesting. So it's like that's pretty much what I do. I like to read. I like to just be outside anytime that I can and stay active and you know try new things. So, so what's that like? You obviously you said you grew up in Kansas. Most of your life you spent right here in Minnesota, most of it in Hastings, uh, about a half a year in St. Uh, in, in, in Sioux Falls, a uh, little bit of time up in St. John's area. And then you completely moved to Boston, a different <laughs> area of the country. Uh, so what's that like being uprooted from your Minnesota roots uh, and on the East coast? You know, it's, it's tough. Um, but knowing that I, I don't want it to be a permanent thing and I have the, ch the opportunity to just up and leave whenever I want, um, gives me that comfort that, you know, I can go back home at any point in time, but some, I always wanted to live on the ocean. And so I figured, you know, why wait? Life's too short to wait. So, um, do it while you can. And it's been, it's been amazing. It's just, it's cool to learn about, you know, different different experiences, things that people do differently, say differently, you know, how they drive, how they flash their lights at you, telling you it's time to turn. I, it's just, it's, it's cool. Um, but I will not be here forever and Minnesota will always be my home. So. Are you spotted pretty quickly as an outsider in the Boston area accent wise or anything other, anything else that goes along with that? No, honestly, they haven't. I think only one person has said something. Okay. Um, it's probably also because it's been winter and I've been cooped up and gotcha. maybe yeah. this summer. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> but they're very easy to pick out. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Sam, we got a couple questions left here. And before we go on to those, anything else from elementary school, middle school, high school, college as well? Uh, before we move on to our last things, we could put a bow on those other things before we move on. So anything else from those areas that you want to talk about? Oh, gosh. I don't think so. I think okay. we covered it all. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so the last thing we always do on here is just end with a couple pieces of advice for parents, coaches, and student athletes. So the first group we always start with is parents and coaches. Thinking back at your time early on, starting at a high school level uh, with the JV, varsity, uh, 10th grade with soccer, and then playing at a college level. If you had to give parents and coaches 
a couple pieces of advice from your experiences, what would it be and why? I would say this is kind of a tricky one. Um, I would say that my advice to parents and coaches would be, you know, let, let people play. Um, what I feel like I've noticed recently is people getting a little soft around that edge um, or, you know, coaches not really being able to actually coach because of parents and, you know, different views and things like that. So my advice would be to kind of, you know, let the coach be the coach, um, you know, parents be parents, but, but find that separation and allow your kid to be coachable. You know, don't, don't just step in for them when things get tough. Um, let them figure that out on their own. You know, life's tough. You got to figure things out. And, um, through coaches is a, is a way, you know, you don't always, um, you don't always agree, you know, they might see things differently, but I, I think it's important to be coachable and, um, and to kind of work together in, in that sense. So that would awesome. be my advice. What about coaches too? You know, you talked about you and coach Judd, not really jiving real quick, uh, maybe early on in your high school career. And then by the end of it, you guys were really, uh, connected really well. So any, any advice for coaches as well when they're working with athletes and it could be kind of the same situation as you maybe button heads with an athlete early uh, that's young. And then, um, by the end of the season, you know, by the end of their career, you're, you're pretty close with. So any advice for coaches? Yeah, I would just say, you know, find different ways to connect with your with your players. Um, you know, each person is different and there's different things that you can connect with them on that, you know, you might not be able to with somebody else. So find that find that something and, you know, just keep you don't have to, you know, pry necessarily, but just keep finding little ways to, you know, let them know you're, you're there for them, um, you know, as their coach, but also as a human being as well. Um, that, you know, if, even if, if, if we don't see eye to eye, you know, I'm still making this effort to try to, to try to show you that I, I want to, and I, I want to be able to have a good connection with you. That awesome. would be what I would say. <laughs> That's awesome. And last thing then is student athletes. So these could be the younger girls coming to the basketball games, uh, soccer games, and watching you uh, play when you were in high school. And then uh, they're kind of growing up in, in your shadow too. So, um, or those kind of future girls that are going to be playing at that kind of level. So if you had to give advice for student athletes, uh, what would it be and why? Uh, if I had to give any type of advice, um, this is what I live by and I have to um, give kudos to Mr. Vite for this, but uh <laughs> A positive mental attitude, always have one and always have a good work ethic. Um, he always said that, that those are the two keys to success. And I fully believe that. And I, I, you know, I live by that. So um, I would say work really hard, as hard as you can, even when you feel like you can't work any harder and always stay positive, even when, when things get tough. Um, I love it. I've heard that many times as well. So <laughs> something that sticks with me as well. So I love it. Uh, so Samantha, that's all the questions I got for you today. Uh, the last thing we always do is just turn our microphone over to our guest. So anything else you want to add in, any shout outs you want to give, uh, any questions I forgot to ask you, once again, that time is yours and you can go for it. Honestly, I would just, I guess, like to give a shout out to all of my coaches, all of my teammates, uh, you know, even just the Hastings as a community. Um, you know, Hastings does mean a lot to me, and I've always felt like um, Hastings has always been pushing to strive to be better, um, and 
and that's how I think that, you know, our coaches and our athletes should, should follow as well. So, um, shout out to all of them. I think Hastings is heading in a very positive direction and it's just awesome to see the, the love, the support and, um, how everybody is just thriving. It's great to see. So thank you to everybody. And thank you to you for having me today. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Thanks, Samantha. <laughs>